0: following was produced by Pirate Radio Studios Incorporated in Memphis, Tennessee. Hello, my name is Rick Cheddar, and this is From Radioland. Greetings, salutations, hello, hey, how's it going? Welcome to another episode from Radioland from the home office in Memphis, Tennessee. This is episode number 406 from Studio A. But after having made some some studio changes around here, I'd have to say that it finally sounds better. You know, my apologies. Uh, I've been monkeying around here with uh, some new equipment, trying to trying to get it tuned right. And, and when you work in a studio environment, um, every little thing that you change impacts the entire thing. Uh, those of you who who produce you know shows like this or are or, or in the podcast business. Uh, probably have experienced some of this or or, or either or you just don't care. I mean there's that I mean I mean shit there was a there was a string of episodes of this program that were done on a zoom h2 handheld and I did that uh, because I was awaiting other equipment at the time and I've since kind of outgrown all of this stuff and studio a is is kind of I'm, I'm trying to it's weird I'm trying to slim it down but expand the sound you know what I'm, you know what I mean does that make sense? It works because that 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 is a thing. That is that is an actual thing. I've actually gotten a gun to the point where I can do away without the actual board. An actual audio board. It is brilliant. I'm, I'm plugged into an interface. It goes into the computer. Uh, the the mastering process is just but simple. It's I'm I'm thrilled to pieces. But getting it dialed in right, getting the mic and the interface uh, to to talk right and and to get the sound right has been a, a bit of a pain. And I know for the past several weeks, this episode has sounded a little weird. <laughs> you now, you probably didn't notice it because you know most people just ah oh, hey. You know, whatever. As long as you can understand the content, it doesn't really matter. I'm a bit of a, per- of a perfectionist when it comes to 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 the to to EQ, right? Um, you know, EQ. <laughs> it's uh, uh, you you it's equalization of audio, and it's it's a matter of of you know, getting the tones down, the background noises, and all the other stuff that happens around here. I don't care. I never have. It. <laughs> <clears throat> that's just it's just one of those things i know there's people that 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 you know you'll you'll hear about uh, they'll, they'll start into this podcasting world and they go oh yeah you know me and my spines we recorded like three hours of audio and it took me like i don't know nine hours to get it edited down to three hours of audio and i left all the jokes in and stuff and blah 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 it's like wow fellas what are you doing what are you doing you know It's time to start and stop is all one fluid motion with me. I guess it's because my experience in live radio and live television has has everything to do with that, because, you know, it's there's a there's a sense of immediacy to this. And I'm not going to this is not what this show's about. I'm not going into all the details about why things should be, you know, perfect or not perfect. Your definition of perfection is far different from mine. And in my definition of perfection is is vastly different from many other people. And when people do hear, like you know, they go, oh, how did you do that? What, what is what are you doing? You know, I'll I'll sometimes tell you what I do. But you have to remember that every room is different. And Studio A has uh, has turned into this kind of a weird experiment. <laughs> there's a thing. I'm part of a. I'm part of an. As I pop through the piece here, I, I there's. I'm a part of an organization. Uh, well, not really an organization. I work with different talent agencies over different things. And one of which has this whole notion of studio selfie. It's the hashtag studio selfie. And uh, I'm a bit hesitant to actually do the thing because sometimes I think it's, it's, it, I don't know, it, it, people are going to look at this and go, how do you, how do you, what, what kind of studio is this? this is, this is ridiculous. This is not, I'm taking one right now because it just, it just seems sort of, it just seems sort of silly to me. They can sit there and go, "Wow, that that's a cavernous room." And how do you how do you make it sound like that? And uh, the trick is, uh, I don't know. I I don't know what I do. And uh, I just it, it's a lot of trial and error. And the way it goes is the way it goes. And that happens. And and you know, if the end result is passable and the client is happy and the and the customer is happy and everybody else is happy, then I'm happy too. By God, I <laughs> I'm easy to please. Uh, yeah, I guess. I guess. It kind of leans into what we're going to talk about, though, this time out. It's the whole notion of uh, having everything we need, right? No, it's not, because very rarely do we ever make that statement. We'll get into that. It's the, the whole point of necessity and the the mother of invention it's something i've been battling around with in my head not really battling batting around in my head for a while i've been i've been constructing theories down in my down in my uh, down in my basement and i think i've got some kind of cantilevered together that will make something happen i, I don't even have a basement what the hell am i talking about well pause we'll be back <laughs> we'll be back shortly don't, don't hey listen to Radioland, radio land we'll be right back you love your dog
1: You can't buy Pet Joy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call PetJoy right now. 800-296-1495. 800-296-1495. 800-296-1495 that's
0: 800-296-1495 what is it that we truly need what is it that you need what is it that you need right this instant right what do you need it could be a number of things i i could use a few things myself very rarely do we ever sit around and and say oh i got everything i need sometimes sometimes it comes up you know it might be in like say in a And it's a a different situation. You're, I don't know, maybe you're out camping. Maybe you're whatever it is that you're doing and you're, you're seated in your camping chair by the camping fire outside your camping tent near your camping car in the midst of the campgrounds and the camping grounds and the camping trees and all that stuff. And somebody who's with you says, Hey, you need anything? And you sit there for a second, you stare into the fire and you take a sip of that cocktail and take a deep breath and go, no, I got everything I need. That's a happy moment. There really is, and for the most part, we we we. And like I said, it's very rare when that happens. But when it does happen, you know, you might take a moment and go, "Wow, I truly have everything I need." And then, or it might be the other way around, where you go, "Well, I, I could use a, you know, a million dollars, or I, I could, I could go for a cheeseburger, or I, I, uh, I, I, I might need." Et cetera, etc, etc. the The trick is to be <laughs> relatively content with what you have, right? That's virtually impossible. As I as I like to mention on this program from time to time, the human condition is is uh, rather unique amongst any any other living thing that exists uh, here on this planet or anywhere else in the universe, I would suspect. And that uh, we are a needy bunch you know we're a bunch of hairless apes that are chattering to each other with no idea what we're talking about, no idea where we're going. We're all just along for the ride. And when that happens, we have to kind of, you know, there's certain things that that make our day a little easier, right? Hence the necessity being the mother of invention. You need to get from one place to another, so ergo the wheel oversimplification of course and it means really nothing to anybody that was you know that's that's alive and listening to this program. you need a vehicle. you need the gasoline to make that vehicle run or you need the electricity that makes the the vehicle run. And, you know, here we have been uh, as we begin to wrap up the year of 2021 with this whole notion that this year and last year, 2020 sucked. I mean, let's let's not too put a put too fine a point on it. It was a brutal year Uh, between the uh, the well, the pandemic and everything from 2016 to 2020 was a rough time. But 2020 in particular was a really, really bad time. And there was a lot of fear that we were all living with. There was a lot of consternation that was going on, a lot of backbiting, a lot of screaming and hollering and yelling at people because that's what we do. We're always complaining because, you know, that's what we do. And we got, all of us had to face this, this thing. We got to deal with this thing called COVID-19. It was, a, it was, a, it was, it was it still is. It's a pandemic and i don't know about you um i i lost some people i knew uh because of it you know death kind of touched a bunch of us <clears throat> and it was uh it was it was rough and there's that whole you know bit of frustration and fear because the some of the people you might lose or have lost have been oh my god he was like 32 years old he was a young dude or oh shit he was 18 he had his whole life ahead of him oh, he's and it, it's funny he goes oh wow well, he was he was sixty eight for God's sake. I mean, how much time do you really want? I mean, there were those guys. <laughs> the really selfish types. Um, yeah, that's that that's a thing. You might sit there and be aghast by hearing about that sort of thing, but it's true. I've I've been around it. It's like, oh, oh well, you know. Let's be honest, how much longer was he gonna live anyway? I mean, what is what is he gonna contribute anyway, right? We don't need Well, there were thankfully enough people out there that that said we've got to find a way to stop this okay what do we need what we need what we needed at that time a was the first to be able to detect this thing which they did they found they figured out a way to find out if you you had it or not it was a little clumsy at first but it began to work until the Chinese got a hold of it and decided that anal swabbing was far more superior than nasal swabbing but they would do both if they if you felt comfortable. And my thought was, let's hope you change the swappy ends of the Q-tip if you would please. that would be all that would be groovy. Nevertheless, we found what uh, what it was, where it came from, you know, what what it looked like, what it does, how it worked. And then and then what we decided then we, we needed more. We needed we needed more information on this thing. And what we needed was a way to stop it. So we, we figured out, if you believe in science, of course, that if you wore a cloth mask of a certain kind, it would really do a lot of good in mitigating your, potential, your potentiality of catching this thing, which would be kind of cool, right? And then beyond that, while everybody was fighting and hemming and hawing over that business, which there was a lot of, there were some scientists quietly working. They were working on something that they'd been working on for quite some time. Since back in the 80s, it was a little thing called mRNA, and it was going to be used for other diseases, and it just kind of got shelved because it seemed like we weren't quite ready to expand on that technology. But now we are. We have all these computers. We have Be Smarter People, and there were those who said, you know, that stood there and heard the question, what do we need? And they said, we need a vaccine, and they made one, and it seems to be working. It's doing fine. The numbers are starting to come down. Granted, I mean, we've got the Omicron virus, the Omicron variant, I should say, of the virus. And, and that's a thing. I get it. Uh, thankfully, from everything I've read about it, it doesn't seem like it's horrific. It's just another strain of the COVID, and it seems to be rather mild. And it may even be that the current vaccine that we have may be enough to stop it. Or maybe not. They can tweak this thing and put that into the booster and then go get you a booster and then boo, away you go. Just, just like that. I was asked about the booster myself. They, they said, "Ricky, going to get it?" And I said, "Yeah." And then, yeah, it was because I was thinking about doing it. And then all of a sudden, Omicron showed up, and my first thought was, you know, maybe, maybe I ought to wait. Uh, just wait a minute, because this uh, Pfizer and Moderna and all the big pharmaceuticals that, that work on this type of stuff—they all said that there really shouldn't be too much to worry about with this whole thing because they could have a tweaked mRNA. A uh, vaccine that would act as a booster probably within about sixty to ninety days, a hundred days at the longest. And I'm thinking, well, hey, all I have to do is continue wearing a mask and wash, doing all the things, you know, watching my distance and and trying not to be around filthy people. And 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 lo and behold, here before long I have to get get the shot, and and then I'm there. That's fi- I think I think I'm all right with that. But see, that's just I mean that's that's thirteen minutes of me going around going the long way around the barn. Uh, to get to the point of understanding how just because we need something, it means that there are people that will when when a uh, when something is invented to fill that need. All of the sudden, there's this this weird anger that comes out of people, and I, and I've never understood it. Well, with COVID, it's easy. With the vaccines, it's easy because it it it, it became very political very quickly. Uh, and you know, you know why, but see, even back in the, in the, you know, in the latter days of the 19th century, when electricity was starting to show up on the scene, right? When you got to about 1899, 1901, there was, there was some smaller places that were having electricity and it's like, wow, this is a thing. And believe it or not, there was a subsect of society back then that thought that having electricity was going to be the ruination of everything that we'd ever loved and achieved. They thought that this was the most deadly thing in the world. There were conspiracy theories about it. There was this whole notion that, you know, having electricity was basically having a hand in the devil's work. And it was it was remarkable that that, that sort of thing happened. So when you go through a situation like we're going through right now with this pandemic and and new technology that shows up, that helps things out there is always going to be you look back in time when, when other inventions came around there were there were people that got upset there were people that were really upset that there was there was not going to be as much of a need for whale oil how are you going to light your kerosene lamp or your whale oil lamp you got to have the whale oil and it's going to put the whalers out of work and blah 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 sound familiar does that sound familiar? Like with the people that are that are trying to shut down the coal mining industry? Well, you got to know these coal miners, blah, blah, blah. blah. It's the same thing. Oh, this this, this new electricity thing. I, I can, no, this is ridiculous. There's got to be some kind of a cabal here. Oh, my God, they're going to create light bulbs that they're going to force you to buy. And after about, I don't know, a year, they're just going to burn out. And then you're going to have to go buy another one. And see, they're going to have you on this, this whole belt. Sound familiar? It's because part of that is kind of true, but nevertheless, it was it was this idea that something new that was coming around that was going to impact all of our lives for good and or ill was to be shunned. It was to be it was to be taken away. I, I think I brought it up here. I know we talked about it on the morning show, uh, radio dash Radio Memphis in the morning with Rick and LJ. Weekday mornings, nine a.m. to two p.m. Central. Um, there's the plug. There was a notion at one point when, um, and it was, it was it 1902, 1903 when, uh, uh, when the Wright brothers took the, took to the air and they began to have a, well, they, well, they had a successful flight powered flight. And then over the course of several months, several weeks, several months, they, they got better at it. Right. They, They got to the point where they could control the flight and they could stay up in the air longer and they could go places and they can do things and they go higher up into the air and they could see really remarkable things. And there were people, there were people across the world that thought, including here in the United States, there were people that thought, wow, this is, this is a hoax. This is fake news. There's no way that man could make something like that. They could just leap into the air and fly around like that and come down. It sounds ridiculous. I know. But then again, at the time, it probably seemed a bit ridiculous that there was something that could do that. Well, it wasn't until people actually saw, I see benefit of pointed stick. When that sort of thing happens, when they see that, oh, this is a thing, this is real, I had to believe, I wouldn't have believed it had I not seen it with my own eyes. That was the kind of thing even then. So, really, when you talk about the vaccine, it's we're just repeating the things that we've all been through as a civil, you know, civilization from eons ago, almost, you know, can you imagine what, you know, what it must've been like whenever it was that, that some human like creature, uh, got tired of lugging all of his rocks from one hole to the other. So he built a thing that had a wheel on it. I bet that freaked everybody out. They were like, Oh, what is it? What sorcery is thag doing over here? What is this guy up to? Oh, come on. We can't have that. Come on. This, You spent all that time carving on a rock to make it go. Well, this, is, this is sorcery is what that is. What divine thing came and touched you and said? It was the same thing. And I would have liked to have thought that over the course of our time here on this earth that we have sort of embraced a little bit more of what science has, has, has been able to offer us. You know, it wasn't up until too terribly long ago, and I'm sure there's still some groups of people out there that think that the moon landing was a hoax. It's going to be interesting to see what, how they're going to feel when it happens again in a few years' time. You know, the same people that, that hilariously have been proven wrong about the flat earth thing and what there was just sort of this trendy little conspiracy to get into. And all of that kind of mysteriously went away when the last guy in the House started embracing all of this really weird shit. And guys like Alex Jones were talking about really weird shit and these... You know, oh, it's all there's a there's a great uh, undercurrent of a shadow government that's running everything, and it's gonna. I mean, really, have you have you seen Congress? Have you seen what this government can do? Have you seen what they can't do? That's actually the little bit more important of a thing over there. They they can't they can't get they can't come together over a taco and beer party for God's sake. Much less try and run some secret cabal into you know this is the 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 new world order. They had that COP26 we talked about a couple of weeks here. They were all up there in Scotland talking about what they needed to do to fix the earth and its, and, its, and its greenhouse gas problem. And one of the things that came up into the forefront of that was the whole conversation surrounding coal. And there were people at that thing that said, no, we cannot get off of coal. We know this other technology exists, but we're too addicted to the coal. We're too addicted to petroleum. We're too addicted to fossil fuels in general. And they had trouble wrapping their heads around that. Oh, what is this newfangled stuff? Dude, windmills across this country. Oh yeah. these. you know, you've seen them. Those really giant ones with the three blades and they, they, hell, you probably have driven by them. Who knows? You could be driving by one right now. I don't know. And there was this this really weird abject hatred toward it because it was new and it was it wasn't even new. I mean, hell, Don Quixote was fighting them. There, the whole sleek idea of these things and how much energy that they could, in fact, generate. And there was this this notion that we just, oh, we just can't have this. This is this is ridiculous. This is a wrong thing to to even be considering. And so they were making up all sorts of weird shit. Like uh, one one of one of the I've heard I've actually heard this come out of a human's face once. They said that, that pilots were having troubles with windmills because they create turbulence. i'm not I'm not making that up. some Some old guy said that windmills should be outlawed because it's creating turbulent air for pilots to fly through. and i I, I asked i said, do do you understand how that works? it's it's being moved by the motion of the wind. it's not it's not it's not like you're oscillating fan in your living room. It's just, Okay, never mind. I'll just, I'll be over here by the dip. That's, that's what was going on. Uh, Birds flying into them. I know that it probably does happen, but it's probably not like they're, they're wiping out a whole species of aviation, avi, avi, birds. Oh, it's, it's make, it's driving the worms crazy. They'll come up with any excuse to discredit the invention that needs to have happen. Right which goes back to what we first talked about here. Necessity truly being the mother of invention. We see a need. We fill that need with something new. And there's always, always, always going to be somebody who is going to sit there with their hands on their hips and they're going to cock that look on their face and they're going to go, well, I'm just against this. This is just wrong all the way around. We just, we can't have this. Remember when genetically modified corn chips hit the market? This was back in the 80s, I think it was. And people kind of flipped out about that. Oh, oh i got got corn over here. I'm not eating that. All they were trying to tell you was that they had genetically modified the plants to be more resistant to bugs so we didn't have to use any pesticides. Well, people flipped out about that, too, because it was, oh, i got to have my DDT, man. You know, my tomato is not going to be a proper tomato until it's been hosed down in that DDT. And to counteract that, there came the whole notion of maybe we'll just sell all of our produce under the organic name, which was allegedly p- pesticide-free. Who knows? I don't know. I, I just find it ridiculous that it's just an excuse to spend more money on, on, on vegetables that are, are clearly whatever. And there's there's so many avenues and roads to go down that all lead to the same thing. And it's usually a minority of individuals, right? A small number of people who have taken umbrage with one thing or another, and they are making it their clarion call to further their own cause. Whether it's vaccines, whether it's the advancement of renewable energy sources, which we're all going to have to deal with sooner than later, or it's the idea that we can't have genetically modified foods because, well, that's just not right. Let me tell you something. You as a human being have already been genetically modified. Have you, have you paid attention to your own health? Have you paid attention to the health of others? Have you looked at your own children, for example? Talk about genetic modification and the speeding up of evolution. It's part of that. You know, COVID is the same thing, right? That virus has gone through how many evolutions so far? To put not to put not to put too fine a point on it, fix it in post. Not to put too fine a point on it, the Omicron virus, the Omicron strain of uh, the the variant of COVID nineteen underwent over a hundred mutations in its spike proteins alone between the Delta and the and and the Omicron. You see what I mean. Which reminds me, part of that fight. Of course, social media is, a, is is great fertile ground for this sort of thing, because everybody's like, oh, yeah, check it out. There's something going on. Oh, it was it was an invented in South Africa so we could uh, keep Biden in office or, or, you know, some ridiculous statement like that. Somebody actually went through the trouble of writing the words Delta Omicron. And then underneath those two words they wrote is an anagram for media control. Well, they're not wrong. It is an anagram for that. But you know what else Delta and Omicron is an anagram for? Cilantro mode. And I think I'd rather get behind that. Media control my butt. I work in the media. There is nothing controlling anything. It's not like we have some big, you know, global meeting. This big Zoom call that happens, you know, two a.m. every morning. and Say, well, okay, fellas, uh, what are we gonna get into today? What's gonna be the hot story? Well, let's do some manufactured stuff here. We gotta really, we gotta really push the left on this, or we gotta really push the right on this. We gotta, we gotta plant dead baby stories somewhere in the news, or else everybody's gonna be just too complacent. We've gotta distract them from from what's happening over here too, because all this money and the Saudis and all of this with the Russians and going into Ukraine. Come on, man. It's as if everything happens for one particular reason. And the truth of the matter is it doesn't. It's just, it's just life. And it's stuff that we've all been dealing with for eons. It's part of the human condition. Yes, necessity does create invention. But, cre- but, but the creation of invention does something else. It creates a whole subspecies called morons.
1: this is Reverend Oma with the Broom Closet Metaphysical Shop. We have a huge selection of spiritual supplies and gifts for whatever your path or practice. We stock hundreds of gemstones and specimens and carry a variety of beautifully crafted gemstone jewelry starting at just $10. Our talented staff offer tarot readings, aura and chakra analysis, and sound baths. Book your appointment or shop online at thebroomclosetmemphis.com or visit our shop in downtown Memphis at 552 South Main. Come to the Broom Closet and let us help you light your path.
0: Here's what's coming up on the next episode from Radio Land with Rick Cheddar. I think when the when the final bell rings and Facebook finally goes away and there's everybody's just abandoned it, it's all all it's going to look like is a bunch of uh, you know tumbleweeds and, and really bad cactus all hanging around the wasteland that would be Facebook. I think I think I will still maintain my account because I'm, I'm curious is to see how this ends. I know there's a lot of people that are trying to get out of it and they and they probably should. But at the same time, I'm, I'm fascinated with the idea that maybe, just maybe, there's going to be one last stand of idiocy that I'll be able to capture and be able to enjoy as I share that amongst what other big social media thing is going to be happening. It, has it been the ruination of society? Nah, I don't know about all that. I don't think I think that's a bit far-fetched. But to see it come to a complete crash, I love it previous episodes go to radio memphis.com to download episodes to your mobile device search the show in iTunes, player.fm, Stitcher.com, Pocket Cast, or tune in. And now here's more with Rick Cheddar from Radioland. Is it me or 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 is this holiday season seem a little weird? I mean it's 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 the fifth of December. I know. This is when this was produced by the way. Um, it seems a little I don't know. It just seems a little weird uh, that that we're right here. I don't know if it's because of 70 freaking degrees <laughs> outside or is is this the like one of the first times we're going to attempt attempt to have a uh a yuletide festivity, Christmas, Hanukkah thing under the specter of this COVID that we seem to have maybe beaten or not. I I don't I'm not quite sure I understand exactly where we all stand on this not that I'm a big follower of the holiday because frankly, I'm not, I've never really, you know, cared a whole heck of a lot of it. I, I guess maybe since I was a kid, I suppose maybe, but, uh, it's just, it's one of those things that occurs when, uh, as you get older, you see things happening and you just, uh, you know, you can just kind of go with it. And in the past, we've always been sort of, I don't know, blindly wandering into our, our 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 destiny whether it's the holidays or not and we try and we try and wrap our heads around well we got this going on we're going to be going to grandma's we're going to we got to get a ham we got to get some turkey we got to get the gift for the kids we got to run them by to go see santa claus and we got to do all this other stuff and then and then when you when you get to where you're going and then the the the, the 25th of december happens if you celebrate this thing and you realize what a gigantic letdown that is and then after that it's the downhill slide into the, you know the end of the year which is the next week and then there's january 1 which nothing happens until all the way until spring till easter ish i don't know, i didn't mean to frame it around christian holidays but that's just kind of how that works so it's January, February, March, and then March or April, depending. It's so it's three or four months of this whole winter slog where we're all just kind of, you know, beat to death by everything else. And this year, it just seems like I don't know. It's like, in a way, we're trying to overcome that, but at the same time, we're setting ourselves up for for a massive ass whipping by, you know, circumstance. I'm not I'm not quite sure. I I really don't know. <laughs> so I mean, yes, uh, here here at the here at the house here at the compound, the the tree went up. It's been kind of decorated, I guess. The wife is going to be probably working on it later tonight, I guess. She's out farting around doing some other things. But there's always something that will get done or has to be done. And when this happens and when this occurs around the holidays, there's that whole there's a buildup. There's this weird buildup. It's like, oh, it's the holidays. We're going to be doing some fun stuff. Dude, it's the 5th of December. There's 20 days left until the fat man comes, if that's the way you want to go. And when this happens, there's always, there's parties, there's festivities, nothing gets done. Everything is like on hold, on hold until after the first of the year when everybody's really depressed. And then, you know, as we get to like Christmas Eve is the big hoopla, it's the parties and it's the great time and it, you know, there's the magic and all that stuff. And then Christmas day, it just feels like another day of the week that I can't get over and get some pancakes somewhere because everything else is closed. It's what it's. It's weird. Is if is it sick? Yeah, probably. Do I come across as a Grinch? I don't know about all that. Maybe. I mean, you do you. I don't care. But it's just. It's. I don't know. It's kind of hard to, kind of deal with. Typically, we're up so late on Christmas Eve that we just sleep through Christmas. <laughs> That's just kind of the way it is. It's. You wake up at three o'clock in the afternoon and go, "Wow, <laughs> the day's over." Well, at least you slept through that one. But that's that's the way it is, and and then now everybody can go back to acting differently or acting the way they usually do. Because see, as you go into Thanksgiving, people are like oh, sweet and nice, and into Christmas, everybody's like extra nice and oh, we gotta have we gotta celebrate the holidays and it's oh and it's this oh I'll get this I'm sure because I because I I always like so well happy holidays to you because I don't know what you celebrate or don't celebrate I mean that's that's not really none of my real business and I you know I cover the bases if you will and my social greetings by saying. Happy holidays. I said that some some time ago, and I've told this every year since then. I've, I've mentioned this on. Uh, somebody said something to me on Facebook, and I wrote back. You know, happy holidays, and and I got a, I got a a a, 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 a direct message. Somebody slid up into my DMs. You know what I'm saying, and wrote, "It's Merry Christmas." God damn it! I'm like wow, there you go, there you go. That's the pinnacle. The the pinnacle of your Christian suffering. Ah, <laughs> okay. You know this is this is why people are so touchy because the they, people get all worked up about the dumbest shit, and when they do, it's it's funny. I used to do the whole thing here on this show about the war on Christmas. Hell, I may do it again, although I don't really see one. Uh, there really never has been. It's been sort of a joke, and it started with it was, if you'll recall, it was the people that got worked up over what kind of, what kind of holiday coffee cup Starbucks was going to release, and I'm not talking about the ceramic ones too. I'm talking about the cardboard ones, you know, the paper cups that you got your coffee in, and they always had some sort of holiday themed type deal, and it might be. A Christmas ornament. It might be a candy cane. It might be the shape of a tree. It could be a, a litany of things. But they, but they do this very specifically so as not to offend anybody. Well, of course, somebody's going to be offended. They're are always going to be. Oh, uh, what is Oh, they're not celebrating Jesus's birthday. <laughs> There's so many roads I could go down on that, but we'll leave it be on that. But it's it was funny because there was a thing. It was oh, it was all over various television uh, news services. It's like oh, is the the war on Christmas has come, and there were people that were going to be so upset about oh, they don't want it. They want to take your Christmas away from you. Oh, looky there, they're taking it away. Oh, oh, they're going to be closing stores on Thanksgiving instead of opening up because I've got to go consume. It's that war. It's it got so stupid that most everybody was like, just shut up, shut up right now in the Pacific Ocean. There's what, 10,000 ships out there with all of this plastic crap you people want to buy that can't get into the ports because of, you know, the great resignation and other things. And it's going to it's going to hamper some stuff. And look, is it going to make for a bad Christmas? No, of course not. That's the whole point. If it does, if you let something as dumb as that ruin your Christmas then then you're then you're not doing it right. It's simple. It's simple. It's about family, isn't it? It's about your loved ones. It's about it's about the little things in this life. It's not about having the new the new PlayStation or the, the whatever the new hot item is. It's never the it's never really about that. Those are nice little trappings, I suppose. But I tell you what, I sat here and went through my Thanksgiving feed if you will, on social media, doom scrolling, if you will, and looking at some of the people that that didn't have Turkey because it was so expensive. And it was like, you'd see somebody with a picture of a Turkey leg and you want to go, ha, look at you money bags. Look at all this. Of course, that's ridiculous notion to have, but it's sort of amusing because people are starting to get away from the traditional stuff. They're starting to create their own traditions. That's the beauty of it. I love it. We didn't have Turkey here you know we had we had enchiladas hell yeah we did enchiladas yeah buddy and they was good too and we were thankful for that so that's the real meaning of it it's not about oh we should you know look uh, the the traditional thanksgiving meal is like the single most unhealthy thing you could eat (laughs) well there is fast food but there but i think even then fast food's probably healthier certain aspects whatever. You heard what's coming up next time on the program. Uh, I'm out of here. I got places to go. I got a show to do, uh, be over at radio Memphis tonight as we do. And, uh, you know, and, and all week that's, this is, that's how it rolls. So listen un- until next time, please take care of yourselves. Take care of one another for God's sake. Stop shooting each other. All right. I'm Rick cheddar. And this has been from radio land.